This is the Professional Edge. My name's Seen Todd, tax attorney, CPA, and certified financial planner. You're probably wondering why the title's Love Potion Number Nine. Well, we're talking about um, this relationship called marriage, or just being in a cohabitation relationship, and not saying the nuptials of "I do." So, where does that come into play with your planning? It is significant. What we talked about was if the individual has a bank account and they have a significant other and something happens to the bank account owner and the significant other is not on title to that account and something happens to the account holder, how is that significant other going to actually access that account? Something to scratch your head and think about. And one place to get started when you're doing your estate planning is visit our website at emcadvisors.com. That is EchoMaryCharlieAdvisors.com. And on the right-hand side, you'll see a radio button, which is the ultimate estate plan guide. Go ahead and select that, and we will send that information out to you. We'll even cover the postage. reason why we want to do that is um, our listeners here on the professional edge, we want to get them over that edge a little bit because half of all individuals don't have any sort of estate plan in place. So again, this is love potion number nine. We need to get our planning in order. So when we think about this, we have the individual um, on that bank account. We are just uh, cohabitating with our significant other. We haven't said I do. And this could be for a young couple. He has her, he has his own, wow, tongue twister right there. He has his own account, she has her own account, and they're just separate account holders. If something happens to one of them, then that person does not have access. So we can have a durable power of attorney. Got to make sure that that document is properly executed. And durable says it survives mental disability. And just because we put the title on the top of the document, say this is a durable financial power of attorney, that's irrelevant. It is the uh, actual letters and characters within the document which address the incapacity to make that document survive mental disability. Now, we can also have a springing durable power of attorney which says, um, I appoint my significant other, but only at which time I am deemed to be mentally incompetent. Now, the significant other can just pull the document out and say, I know you're crazy, I'm taking control. So with that in mind, we sort of have some standards that we put in the language of the document, which uh, doesn't allow the significant other to just look at you one night at dinner and say, you're crazy, I'm taking over the account. So we have some legal standards that we can go by and therefore it will trigger, and that means that springing power springs into existence, we meet those conditions and therefore your agent that you appoint, your significant other, would then have access to your financial affairs. Now, we could have a simple, specific, durable financial power of attorney, which says, I give the authority and power to my significant other over my bank account at X bank, period. That's it. They can't sell the real estate. They can't sell your car. They would only have access to that specific bank account, or it could be a brokerage account. Now, one wake-up call on the brokerage account is they have certain requirements. 
And that's where working with a licensed tax attorney that's done over 2,000 estate plans comes into play to make sure these things are done properly. So to start that conversation, give our office a call at 877-654-9798. That number again, 877-654-9798. So back to the bank account to give access to the significant other. We could also put them on title on that account. Now that's um, another reason for trust going through love potion number nine. Um, it's starting to have an effect. You are starting to actually like this person more than what you thought. So um, the potion is in the system. So we're gonna add the uh, significant other to the bank account title. Okay, that's fine. Now that significant other can have access, unbridled access to your account. They can also leave with your money if this relationship never works and love potion number nine starts to wear off. They can walk into the bank, raid the account, and off they go onto the sunset and your number would be call blocked. So that's an unfortunate event. It's actually happened. We've seen it happen and there's a lot we cannot do to get that money back. So be careful just adding a significant other to your bank account. Well, we also need to consider um, while we're alive, um, that's okay. We give them access either A, put them on the account or we can have a specific durable financial power of attorney, or we need to address if you pass away. Um, you may be with this individual and you pass away. Uh, if you do not name them in your estate planning documents as being the beneficiary on this bank account or your brokerage account, then they're not going to receive anything. They are basically an outside stranger. And with the kids of the first marriage, a significant other, um, it's not always a rosy relationship. So we need to address that factor within your estate planning documents or one way to circumvent that is to add a payable on death, POD at the bank. And that way, A, um, your significant other, if the love potion number nine wears off, they can't raid your bank account and go off into the sunset. But if everything's rosy on your passing and you want them to receive the balance of your bank account, you can have that payable on death. So therefore they can receive that and they would inherit this. And a lot of people are scratching their head and say, okay, well, is that gonna be taxable to me? As a listener here in the professional age, we all know that inheritance is income tax free. So therefore that $30,000 balance is going to the significant other. It's not a family relationship. It's not a marital relationship. That's gonna be 100% excluded from income tax. Now the magic number for estate tax is significant. It's 11 plus $4 million. So we don't need to really consider ourselves with that because if you're in that threshold, then you definitely need to be working with a licensed tax attorney. So back to common ground, we have the significant other. What about this house? You know, we talked about having a life estate for the individual, a term certain for the individual, or we can just say, you know what? Um, I leave my estate to my kids. My kids shall then divide it equally. Well, that significant other is now deemed a tenant, uh, vagrant, whatever you might want to call them, and they have to more than likely vacate the home or they're going to have to start renting because they're now a tenant. 
because the owner of the homes are the kids. So again, we need to address these factors. If you're with a significant other, you have not said I do, we need to make sure that that person is also protected. And you say, okay, I'm gonna leave um, changing gears here on love potion number nine. We're gonna go to these qualified accounts, let's say an IRA. Well, if I have my IRA and I'm with my significant other, then yes, they can inherit that IRA. And you say, wow, we've been together for 15 plus years. I'm gonna name um, my bride as being the primary beneficiary on my IRA. Well, she's not your bride. So therefore, can she actually do a spousal rollover IRA and avoid any income tax treatment on that? The answer is N-O, no. So that's why working with a tax attorney CPA, we understand the dynamics of these different financial instruments in order to plan going forward. Now, unfortunately, a lot of estate planning attorneys don't understand the dynamics of these different accounts, the tax impact of these, and just the elections allowed for the beneficiaries. So that's where working with a licensed tax attorney CPA makes more financial sense. So again, to start that discussion, give our office a call at 877-654-9798. That number again, 877-654-9798. The other thing you can also do is go to emcthebundle.com. That is Echo Mary Charlie, thebundle.com. And that's where we put together a pretty good benefit for our listeners here on the professional edge. That's where we combine your estate planning documents. Yeah, full, complete set, all executed, properly done. That's one thing. Second thing is your retirement income projection and your analysis to make sure you're on track for that safe and secure retirement to make sure that you run out of time before you run out of money. And then the final thing, we're in the tax era now. Um, April 15th is right around the corner. So therefore, we also do some income tax analysis and planning. Again, that is emcthebundle.com. That is Echo Mary Charlie thebundle.com. So back to love potion number nine. We have this um, residence that we talked about. Who's on the deed? So most of the time, an individual comes in and the deed is in one person's name. So how are we gonna take care of the surviving significant other? Well, we could come in and add them to the deed. Let's create a new deed, or you can download her on the internet. And again, you're basically uh, filling your cavity with your Dremel drill that you bought at Home Depot. It's silver solder and it's a high-speed drill. That's all the dentist uses. So you wouldn't think twice about filling your own cavity but for some reason, people think that they can download documents off the internet and get the same effect and be cheap. Well, you get what you pay for. So when you do this document, you put the person on the deed, it could be just joint tenants. So that means when the uh, man passes away, his estate says, um, I give everything to my two children. Well, guess what? there's an argument that one half of that house because it's joint tenants with the significant other um, half of that house goes down to his kids right now immediately and therefore they could actually petition to have that house sold so i'm not sure that's the intent of the um, person who passed away because they want to protect this significant other when they pass away 
But just having joint tenants is not conclusive on what the title is going to be and who's going to actually inherit that. So therefore, default is we're going to go to the estate planning documents, the estate planning documents of the decedent said I give everything equally to my two kids. And therefore, they can petition and have that house sold. Now, they would only be entitled to one half of those proceeds, but then the significant other is um, without a residence. They would receive half those proceeds for their housing needs, but that might not be efficient. So, again, how can we make this accomplishment um, with actual legal estate planning? Well, we could have it as joint tenant with right of survivorship. That term is actually a term of art. It is significant, has legal significance. And with that in mind, then when he passes away and it is titled with right of survivorship, then his significant other would receive the balance of that house. But again, we have to remember that there's a mortgage on this house and how is that going to be paid? So that's working through the financial side. It's just not the estate planning side. Yeah, that's the simple thing. Just add with right of survivorship on that deed. But when you put this together and you add the financial component to the estate planning, how is that significant other going to be able to afford this house that the decedent paid all the bills, the mortgage, the interest, you know, the interest on the mortgage, the taxes, the insurance, the maintenance, the repairs, the upkeep. So that's putting this together. Also being a financial planner, we walk through this and say, okay, great. You're going to leave the house to her, but what happens with that house? Can she actually afford it? And that's where we step out and a, we put our financial planning in place as well. So again, this is love potion number nine. We're talking about protecting the person that love potion number nine has uh, captivated us and we want to take care of them. We have more here on the professional edge. My name's Seen Todd, tax attorney, CPA, and certified financial planner. With today's financial markets, are you getting the personal and professional attention you and your money deserve? Clients of estate management counselors benefit from having one set of professionals advise them on their tax, estate planning, and investment advice. We call that the professional edge. Seen Todd is a tax attorney, CPA, and certified financial planner. With over 15 years experience, he welcomes the opportunity to assist you in preparing for retirement, implement effective tax planning strategies, and to help you properly plan your estate. His radio show, The Professional Edge, is aired weekly on Sundays at 9 a.m. If you're interested in meeting with Seen, call his office at 877-654-9798. That's 877-654-9798. Do you want to feel more confident about making the right investment, tax, and estate planning decisions? Today, these decisions are more complex than ever. Have you thought about working with a professional advisor and not sure who to turn to? Not sure what qualifies one to be an advisor? Seen Todd is more than qualified as a tax attorney, CPA, and certified financial planner. Seen is with Estate Management Counselors. Estate Management Counselors operates as an independent fee-only investment advisory firm. They're dedicated to gaining a personal understanding of their clients' objectives and implementing professional counsel and advice to achieve those objectives. So take a second to talk with Seen Todd to learn how you can benefit from their multidisciplinary practice where 
where they coordinate their clients' legal, tax, and investment strategies into one comprehensive and integrated plan to enhance and protect their clients' financial security. You can reach estate management counselors and speak with Sean Todd by calling 1-877-654-9798. That's 1-877-654-9798.